0: Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. Only a few more preseason games to go before the regular season kicks off and you could start the season by winning $2 million Week one at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one week fantasy football site. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. Ten million dollars in prizes are up for grabs, including two million for first place and one million for second. One week fantasy means no season long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That is it. You've never experienced football like this. Every game feels like the playoffs, even in week one. And every broken tackle or spectacular catch could take you closer to a $2 million prize. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code FRIENDS, that's F-R-I-E-N-D-S, to play free for a shot at $2 million in the week one millionaire maker. Enter FRIENDS for free entry now at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton, and I'm here with actor, comedian, YouTuber, sketch comedian. Human. Nope, nope. I'm not, not one of those No, because if you're all these things, you can't be human. You trade in being oh. human. Im- impressionist. But I miss being a human. That's nah, not that great, man.
1: I miss being a human, Jason. It's
0: like, I'm a human, but you know what I mean? I'm a lot of things, though. Like, I transcend a lot of this but stuff. But you still got a human. Yeah, I still got a, one human. But I'm here with uh, Shane Hartline. Hey man. I, well, he's a human right now. we a human. If- Dude, I feel like you and I in podcasts kind of always find each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, just a go-to. You know what I mean? It's like... It's just like two, two podcasts in the night, mm-hmm. just finding each other. In the night in the, Only in the night though Only in the night Not during the day Because it's ugly You know like during the day It's like the lighting Yeah at night it's like at the club You know, we're Everybody
1: kind of looks nice in, in the night in the, in the night yeah It's like we're at the club I mean you and I Definitely
0: like way better At night. night yeah With bottle service Yes Pop yes. and bub Yeah you <laughs> know, know us I don't know what people do I don't know either I, I don't step past 10 o'clock I don't o'clock. know either um, So uh, you do like a lot of people in Los Angeles Or like a lot of people in general You are a multi-hyphenate Yeah But at least the difference with you you is or a lot of you know is there's a lot of people out there's like i'm an, like you know i'm a director producer visionary and meanwhile they work at like staples you know what i mean like <laughs> a, and nothing wrong with because that's at least a job but like they just say a lot of things and don't really do any of them but they can just say it because well like who's to tell you who's to say you're not you don't uh-huh. need a degree or anything like that but you actually do a whole bunch of stuff
1: yeah i try man yeah and i i think my thing is is it's um it's a little bit of my upbringing my my uh getting deep here, I guess my, uh, my, my dad, he, you know, started a business at a young age and he's like, he's always like just instilled this hardworking attitude yeah. on me. And, um, yeah. And i I'm just the type of guy where I can't, if I think of an idea, I, and I'm sure you can relate. If I think of an idea, I can't just sit on it. I have to like, try to make it come to life as quick as possible. Because,
0: you know, because I think the thing is, you you know you can. Mm-hmm. It's not like one of the things where it's like I want to be uh, I want to be in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, you it's a thing where you're like I have this idea I need to get it out there and I have the means to get it out there and there's really no excuse not to. Yeah, but that's also a curse sort of that you have the technology and you know how to do a lot of things. Yeah, on your own. Uh, yeah. I
1: I I even remember back uh, and maybe I don't know when I was a kid like it might have been a good or a bad thing that my parents used to give me their video camera. And I think it was kind of like a babysitter in a sense. Cause I would just take my camera into my bedroom and just start making videos yeah. at a young age of like, uh, uh, 10, which was eight years ago. I feel ago. like
0: this is how Girls Gone Wild got started. <laughs> I feel like... I a- am actually the guy who started Girls Gone Wild. Oh. I'm that guy. Oh, you're that guy. I'm that guy. Yeah, okay. I'm doing really good. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking to you from prison. I, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you might be in prison right now. Is this prison? Oh, yes, I still have the thing on my... my yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, my, Yeah, you're yeah. in prison. Home prison. But they let you They let you do podcasts. They do let me do podcasts. They, they let you do very... like C-level po- Cops aren't podcasts. Cops aren't that bad, man. Yeah.
1: Man, straight out of Compton made everything seem real rough. Cops yeah, aren't that bad. No. You, Especially on me because get, I'm the guy that like gives them the cool tapes. Yeah, so. Girls Gone Wild isn't even that wild. <laughs> it's I mean, not compared anymore. Now, it's like pretty much like you can look at like you can go on. It's porn is so easy now. Yeah. Like I remember. Do you remember the struggle we used to have? The Scrabble Vision mm-hmm. and the man. You we had, had it to, so rough. Kids have it so easy these days. Yeah, and
0: I think it kind of descends me because it's like oh, it's just so there. And I think there's something like very taboo about like i have to do the work to kind of to, <laughs> to get it or find who do i have to like who do i have to lie to i used to i mean I used a steal porn from like like convenience stores and stuff like that okay it's like yeah it's and i it's not like i didn't want i would have paid for it
1: do you again? remember your first time not not your first time but your first time that you uh, discovered like oh this is a porn magazine like i remember it was at my grandpa's house which it was, like, hidden in a stack of normal magazines <laughs> in his bathroom. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Because it was so many thoughts went through my head. I was like, oh, this is what everybody's been talking about at school. And also, ooh, my grandpa has – creepy. now he's a creepy, gross grandpa. Yeah. But at that um, time, he
0: probably was at an age where, like, it wasn't – he wasn't yep. like a grandpa. You know what I mean? He was yeah. probably regular – probably my age now.
1: <laughs> no, he was an older dude. Okay. Yeah, he was a so much cool older dude. He was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. He was a pretty cool guy. But uh that was the first time I stumbled across and I remembered like I, I felt like I was on like a 'cause like a weird mission impossible mission every time I would try to go in there and sneak up Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom again. Like the fifth time. Yes. Yeah. I I'm st- bulimic.
0: <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. That's right. Oh.
1: No, but that was the first. I don't know how did we get here, Jason? Um, talking about porn mags. Uh, well, that's track. how we
0: got here. From the probably from the in, in a way, if you think about yeah, it, we did get yeah. here theoretically from porn mags, yep, and now yep. it's Mission Very Possible. Yes, Mission Very Possible. Uh, so, how do you? You're from Florida mm-hmm. originally, right? Yep. Um, like, are you? Do you feel like your lifestyle is like what Gawker represents? I feel like in Gawker is always something bad happening. It was in Florida. Um, if you look at like if you look through your Facebooks and there's some weird thing happened, some crazy thing that happened in Florida, some crazy news story. I like did your- grow up in the meth capital of the world. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> but I uh, it's not something that I tote. Yeah. But um, I, man, I came from a uh, very small town, um, which had its benefits, and I feel for someone that was interested in something, as you know everyone in my town went through I feel the same route you know graduate from high school you know get a job get married yeah have kids as quick as possible I feel like I kind of was like the uh the black sheep of my town where uh, I was interested in theater and I was interested in improv and putting shows on but that also made me stick out like a
0: sore thumb Hey, you like making great money, right? Yes, you're shaking your head, yes, I do like making great money. Here's a really cool opportunity I had to share with you. It's driving with Uber. Uber's that popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. You probably have the app on your phone as we speak. I take Uber a bunch. I love it. And I love chatting with the drivers and finding out, like, what's their experience driving with Uber? Why are they driving with Uber? Why do they love it so much? I'm really, really curious because it also gives us something to talk to when we're driving. They love being their own boss and earning great money. It's very easy to start. You just need a car and a license. And driving with Uber is great for somebody who needs flexibility. I live in Los Angeles. Uh, I I know a lot of actors and people that need to work in between their auditions. And it's super flexible. Uh, Students, it's great in between classes. Parents, it's a really easy way to work around schedules. I mean, it's great for anyone. Everyone loves flexibility, so it's great for everyone. And now is the prime time to cash in driving with Uber. You'll thank me for telling you how excited you are when you get paid every week, and you're just like, I, I am already driving around, and now I have money, and uh, this is amazing. Um, and also, I mean, this is a little bit of a perk. I could be getting into your car when you drive Uber. Wouldn't that be exciting? And we get to talk about stuff. Maybe we can talk about me. Maybe we talk about you. But let's talk about me again. You have a car and a license. Put them both to work for you and start earning serious life-changing money today. Sign up to drive with Uber. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drive with drivewithuber.com. drivewithuber.com. <clears>
1: so, it was it was a neat thing because like I became kind of this like this like guy in my town that everybody kind of knew about that was doing all these like weird videos and these jackass things, and I would the cops ended up kind of getting to know me because they would stumble across these like weird zombie sets, or you know, just like this. It was just
0: this like interesting thing growing up in this really small town. Did people hold it against you, or were they were they like kind of like ah, oh, he's, he's cool for being so crazy, or was um, it like, hey man, you're different?
1: I feel like that it was always a mix. Um, feeling there was a lot of people that would like constantly support everything I was doing. And then there were those people that I just think that like thought I was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I didn't ever care though. Like I was the type of guy in high school that I was never out partying. Like I actually, I got my start in entertainment as a professional wrestler, which like was another thing that everyone was like, most people probably just shrugged their shoulders at me in my time. And where
0: was wrestling at at that time? Like-
1: well, in Florida it was cause it was, it, Independent wrestling, there are so many different, like, territories around the country. And in Southeast, there's a really good – at the time, there's a really good scene. And I remembered I went to, like, a SmackDown taping when I was, like, 15. And there was a guy passing on flyers for wrestling school. And I just started going to his wrestling school at the age of 15. And by, like, 16, 17, I was wrestling every weekend around the state of Florida. Were
0: Would anyone try to talk you out of it?
1: My parents, or my, my dad actually was a part, he was involved in wrestling a little before he, like, his, his story was, I met your mom, I quit wrestling, and I started work, yeah. like, that thing. But it probably wasn't, like, to that extent. But he was involved in wrestling when he was younger. And so he always kind of supported it. I kind of would think it was, like, a th- kind, kind, kind of thing that he was, like, really excited to see me, like, do to the extent that I did. My mom hated it. All my friends thought it was really cool and I got really involved with it and it was for a while, it was the, the one thing I really wanted to do. And then it got to a point where this like YouTube popped up and it was like, I still had such an interest in making videos and doing weird shit with my friends and, and YouTube, it was like, wow, this is too easy to put it out there and people are watching it. And like my passion for wrestling just started decreasing and like the... The comedy stuff like came back, and
0: I mean, do you think did you ever like either have aspirations of being a professional, a, you know, a WW? Yeah, f, was it f yeah. at the time or w, e, at the time? Uh, e? I think I at the to, okay. yeah. I was I was at like, WW. Oh, for sure. And then uh, did you ever think, a I'm going to be a professional wrestler, uh, or B one day I'm going to end up in Los Angeles? Yeah, uh, I
1: definitely. F- Wanted to be in the WWE for a really long time, and then it became a point of like I'm just not into it anymore. I'm like uh, my heart's not into it, and it's the type of thing like if you're not into it, you can't, you don't need to be.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine you're kind of like treating, treating like you know whatever wrestling profession, whatever you want to call Uh it. Uh, or whatever it's called rather. Um, uh, like you can't have like going to an office. Oh no. Because the, the reward, I mean, it's probably not a and ton could of money. you hurt yourself or somebody else too. Yeah. And so I just, I
1: remember the day where I was like, I'm, I'm out of it. Like I'm, I'm done. Like, and I, and I still kind of jumped in and out and I still do like things with companies when not wrestling, but I'm playing characters and stuff because I still like wrestling like, I watch it weekly. It's still, like, I just still, I'm so entertained. But, and I, I, I discovered this about myself recently. It's like, I've always, even since a kid, been way more entertained with the stories and the characters than the actual wrestling. And that was, that that says a lot. Like, the acting, the entertainment side of it. Well, like, it
0: kind of predates reality TV yeah, a little yeah. bit. It kind of paved the way, I think. For sure. For a lot of entertainment, reality TV, YouTube, in a sense. Because, you know, it's like... Whether it's you or a hyper version of yourself, you can find that hyper version of yourself on YouTube. You mm-hmm. know, even people that are like, "I'm being real on YouTube." I'm being real, no, cr- it's cr- an edited. Most people are cranking themselves up. A yeah, bit. they're a little bit. You yeah. know, or they're they're lowing them. Whatever it is, it's, it's kind of like some hyper real version of themselves. Yep. So, you were kind of on that road anyway. Yeah,
1: it's all. It was all just like a. I don't know. It's like it's like jacked up theater really like that wrestling is to me it's like just a weird soap opera for guys and it was just this cool way to play a a character that was like an exaggerated version of myself and yeah like I did it started having a lot of fun I was getting you know I was getting like a you know buzz from people that like were working for the WWE they were like yeah you know people know like have heard about you and they're you keeping their that? eye on you yeah rip malibu i was a surfer cuz i had okay. really long yeah. you can see in this picture right yeah. over here but i had long curly blonde hair at the time were you a good or bad i was definitely a good guy at the okay. time like it was like i I it was way too hard. Like I could have been a bad guy. Yeah. It would have been fun.
0: And that as also could be a porn name too. If you ever 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 needed to. Oh, I know. Up. It's a
1: flip of a switch. It's <laughs> yeah. like and the it's like that that button in the nuclear silo. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. I'm just waiting to push it. Push it. It's either Rip Malibu the Wrestler, or Rip Malibu the Porn, porn Star, star yeah. man. Well, let Everything star, comes yeah. full circle. Let's not go star. Let's let's. <laughs> hey eat, man. Rip. I mean, you know, let's work your I'll way. I'll ease my way into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. You know what I mean. Yeah, Pick yeah, up yeah, the yeah. gun. Um. So you did. Uh improv and comedy in florida
1: yeah yeah there was a theater in in uh, my hometown that i jumped into around age 13 they had like teen classes which was like really exciting for me i hated warm-ups though i always hated improv warm-ups and i still kind of do
0: they're very inherently very uncool (laughs) not that improv itself is very cool like i don't know what everyone's like yeah man it's really cool it's like come on bro improv's cool yeah it's it's not let's put it's not cool (laughs) It, what it is is cool, but it's not – you're not cool for – I don't know what it is, but you're not cool for doing it. I don't know. I don't know What's what What's it, it going to
1: take, Jason, for improv to be cool?
0: Um, I think it might take uh, people to, to, to like, care about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you walk okay. – I, I don't know. There's, like, improv – I mean, in Los Angeles, obviously, a, you know, it's a different market. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think in, in L.A., there's a lot of – there's so much of it. I think people take it for granted. I mean, I love, I, I got, a, I was a late bloomer when it came to like improv and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I started doing it in San Diego, I was like 29. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. But I think people in Los Angeles, that's why when I started doing it, I was like, I had to, I drove up from San Diego to take classes. So it was like two and a half hours each way, but I loved it so much. And then, uh, you know, it was very, I tr- you know, trying to get on a, a house team mm-hmm. was was not easy for me. It took me a whole bunch of time. So I took it. I didn't take myself very seriously but I took it very seriously Uh and then you know once I got to where I wanted to be and I was on teams and then I started coaching teams which was always my goal um, when I saw people like kind of taking it for granted that they were on a team I I always got bent out of shape from it and not because it's like but it's like I I worked so hard and I took it so seriously and you know the more theaters there were, the more opportunities there are, and the more you know. But of course, there's more people. But when I saw people being kind of like smug about it, it's like, how dare you be smug about it? Because there's, you know, I say there's too many players, not enough stage. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's good. Any time you go to a commercial audition, you do, any, you know, you do improv. It's like there's 20, a 100, 200,000 people that can do the exact same thing you're doing right yeah. now. Everyone's good. That's why they're here. There's a lot of people that aren't good, but there's a lot of people that are good. And I felt like when people are smug and don't take it. I'm not saying you have to like – Or just
1: they don't appreciate it. They
0: don't – and I see they sit there with this kind of like smug thing. It's like I always got very bad out of shape because there's a bunch of people that would love to take your place as little as you people think that it is. Like whatever. Yeah. And it's like there's a lot of people because I was one of those people that would have loved to take one of those people's places. So in Florida though, like was it a very like – you know how like – and this might be a little bit in San Diego. The scene has grown down there since then I guess. But it was very like – tourist-based, you know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. In, uh,
1: imp- in improv in Florida, there's, like, a couple, like, there's a couple of pla- but there's one place, Sat Comedy yeah. in Orlando, and that's, like, the place. Yeah. The the place for improv in Florida. And it's awesome, but it's the only place, really. Yeah. Like, if you want to do improv in Florida, you, you go there. Yeah. And it's it was, like, my first real place I got my feet wet with improv. And – I love it, and I still, anytime I go home, they, like, let me jump on stage. It's such a cool place. But, yeah, it's interesting, like, when you were talking about, like, when I came out here, um, I kind of was like, man, I'm so ready. Like, I could jump into a team, like, right right now. And I, and I started taking classes in Ohio, and I'm like, man, I don't know shit. Like, I just was, like, starting from the ground up. And and uh, I took all the classes, and then, man, I was like, okay, took all classes, and now I got to get on a team. Like, I got to get on a team now. So I did the Harold auditions. Didn't get on a team. It's like okay, I'll do them again in six months or whatever. So I did them again. Didn't get on a team. And then I'm like, damn, like I'm not. I can't be, be a part of this community. Like I didn't get a part of a team. Like, so, But what's I love about IO is to me, it's like uh, not to knock any other theaters, but it's the most welcoming community. Like it's improv community out here. It's. Even if you don't get on a team, like, you still chant, stand a good chance if you're just hustle and, like, really push. Like, you can get your independent teams in there quite a bit. Like, I've been able to do that. And then, like, I pitched this show idea, this Chris Pratt show idea a couple months ago, and now it's, like, a monthly main stage show. And it's just surreal to me, and I'm, like, a part of the community now, and I didn't, like, do the, like, traditional path of auditions and stuff. But, like I, I like, I'm in that boat where it's, like... I go, I'll go see a lot of shows and I'll see like a show where people have like their own weekly show and they don't take it seriously. And to me, I'm just like, why are you even doing this? Like give this to somebody else that wants it. Like I'm in that position where like, I think where you were, might still even be in, but I like, I do appreciate the opportunity to get on stage there in any of those stages. And yeah, and I just take it super seriously, and I just don't know why anybody – why why is it that, like, somebody is, like, given an opportunity, and then they just, like eh. – is it, like – I feel like a lot of people in comedy especially, like, don't want to seem too interested in something because it's not the cool thing to do to act like you're interested in something. Like, it's almost cooler to be like, I don't care that much.
0: Well, it's like, you know, it's like – oh, well, I've been – like, when you're not accept, it's like dating. Like, when a girl – if, you, if you're just say you're into a girl, yeah. and she's not into you, you're a little more, whatever, but you find out she's into you, you can kind of cool off a little bit, you know what I mean? Sure, and you could be like, Oh, well, now I'm in, so like I kind of got this, but people don't realize it's like you're still such a small, tiny, insignificant thing in the big scheme yeah. of like yeah. acting, comedy, Hollywood, what, whatever yep. it is, and you don't realize how small you are because, and I think you just feel like people owe you something, and like you're still so replaceable. Yeah there's still so many people out there. You still walk out the front door and no one knows who you are. And I've always kind of thought, I mean, I'm still one of those people that people, if people are talking to me, girls, guys, whoever is talking to me, I just assume they're talking about somebody else and I'm like, wait, who, me? Because I just assume that like I'm so insignificant, not that I... How did
1: I get to the point of... Well,
0: yeah, I just, I just am somebody who feels like I don't assume, oh, you must be talking to me. This must be about me. Uh, I just work hard and, and, and I just put it all out there and then hope something kind of comes back to me, but I never feel like it's owed to me. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many times, you know, it's not like, um, I walk out the door into Hollywood. Well, if I walk out the door a hundred times, Hollywood owes me something. Yes. No, people stay here or here their whole lives and never have anything happen. And
1: I think that's why I'm so appreciative to even as simple as having this monthly show at IO now. Like I'm so appreciative of it because like you said, there's like, So many other people that deserve it as well, and like, like, it could be any of them at any time. Like, and it, but it's me right now, and I'm just appreciative of it. Well, there's a lot
0: of people that want things, but they're not willing to do the work. Pull the trigger. They're not willing to pull the trigger. They don't realize how much work goes into it. Mm -hmm. So, when you first did this show, was it meant to just be a one off? Yeah, totally. So it was meant to be a one off. Then you're like, well, you know, let me do it. Again, yeah, it, and and it becomes now its own thing, right? Yeah, it's so, not about even it's not about you or Chris Pratt. Here's or, the thing: it's a show.
1: So a couple months ago, it was like uh, June eighth, I think was the first one we did. It was for those people listening. It's the hopefully Chris Pratt and Shane Harlan show. And the idea I had was uh, I reached out to IO. I was like, I want to do a show where the whole show is about tr- using social media and different outlets and trying to get Chris Pratt to show up and do the show with me and they threw me a date the date happened to be the week of the jurassic world premiere the busiest week of his life i know i know for a fact he was in los angeles not that i was stalking but i found out he was in los angeles the day of the show the night of the show so i'm like you know i know this is the busiest week of his life but maybe there's a chance and then so the show had that whole through line of like being hopeful that he shows up but we also made it uh we had to have a show because of the chance of him not coming, obviously. So there's this whole show of like, I'm on stage the whole time waiting for Chris Pratt to get there. And there's all these weird, crazy bits coming in and out and he didn't show up, but the show still happened. And the theater was packed and people really liked it. And, um, James, uh, James Grace at the theater, emailed me the next day and was like, let's just do this every month until he shows up.
0: Yeah. And so I was like, I kind of just got my own show, and P- yeah, I don't think it, it's necessarily the show is based on people. Like it's all they're only showing up hoping he shows up. I think it becomes, uh, I think it becomes, um, it, it's just it's just about the show itself. Yeah. You know what I mean, they're it, not like they're not like oh, I'm mad now that he's. It's show funny up. because we've gotten a couple different things from
1: people, like some people that like didn't once ever believe we were, we were trying to get him. Mm-hmm. Which we are. We're, yeah. If he comes, great. Yeah. But it's also become a show that it's like the through line and the theme is just waiting for Chris Pratt to show up. Yes, we are genuinely trying to get him to come. But we also have this insane bit like freak show prepared for people that like the last show ended with the a zombie invasion of the theater where I, then I had the audience members throw dynamite at the zombies, which was actually hot dogs that were taped under the seat. So there's this is like simultaneous m- moment at the end of the show where every person in the audience was throwing these fucking hot dogs at the stage at these zombies, which was just like such a funny spectacle. I'm like, what is this? Like, this is the most ridiculous thing, but it's, it's like been getting a lot of buzz, man. And I'm, <clears throat> it's one of those things where like, I put so much work into it and I don't mind it. Like it excites me. It's like, and that's like, I think when you find out, you know, you found something that like, just, you need to keep doing like, at least for the time being and just ride it out because like, you know, how many things have you worked on where you're like, fuck, I have to, I don't know if I can cuss if that's okay. No, that's fine. Um, oh my God. Like, I'm sure you've worked on a thousand things where you're like, I I have to work my ass off on this thing, and I hate it. But I'm sure you've had a ton of things where you're like, eh, I really am liking this thing. And those are the type of things I think that people need to acknowledge and put their most focus into. Well, yeah,
0: you know, when you're given the opportunity and you think like, wow, I don't have enough time. You know, I do stuff. I just did a – I shot my Halloween video. Yeah, I saw – And at the end of August because that's the only time I could get at the YouTube space. And it's like, what am I going to do? And I I didn't really have anything prepared, but I had the date, and I just worked towards it. And I was like – this is my opportunity. I have to make this opportunity work. And it stresses me out. Mm-hmm. But it's like I can't miss and I can't miss an opportunity. I sure. can't. I'm just not in oh, my yeah. DNA to do it. And I just make it work. And then you just make it work. Yep. And there's always and then once that's done, you're like, oh well, that's done. Now what's next? Next one. Give me the now. Give me the next I'm definitely thing to stress out about it. Yeah.
1: I'm definitely that type too where it's like, it's funny after the second um Pratt show, it took a lot of work. And I like I was told my girlfriend, you like, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take like a day or two, just like kinda just like clear my head and whatever. And like by the end of the first day, like James had already emailed me with the next date, and I'm like, okay, I got to start working on it. Like I can't go too long without like, like I'm the, I'm, I'm, I own like 15 video games and I never play video. You know, it's like I, I, I wish I could be the type of person that could just sit down and like relax. Not that I don't, but like I, I much rather enjoy like just working and making
0: You know? Yeah, because it's really, it comes down to you. Like, Mm -hmm. if you were at a job, you know what I mean? There might be a boss that might have to, you know what I mean? But you're the boss of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you kind of work for, in a sense, the people that watch your stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you kind of feel like you owe them something, but sort of you do a responsibility to be like, hey, listen, I'm going to deliver stuff for people to like or not like, Uh but I need to deliver it. Mm-hmm. Because you do also do YouTube and Vine. Mm-hmm. You do you audition. Mm-hmm. You've done some TV shows. Mm-hmm. You are in Rock of Ages, the yep. movie. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Graceland. Yep, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, those are things that are bigger than most people. Like you've accomplished a lot of things that mo- most people have, will probably never accomplish. Oh. Well, I mean that's true. I mean that's just statistically that's probably a thing, you know. But it's it's funny because you like have kind of done that, where, and then but then you are like, oh, I got to get this stage show. where <laughs> People will take the or the improv show and stage show and be like, Ugh, I just can't wait to like get on TV. Well, you know it's I mean? it's the
1: thing is like I think that some people categorize things. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think people categorize things, and maybe like they do place like. Uh, like a something like this, like a stage show at, th- at the bottom, and then something like a Rock of Ages at the top, which I mean, there's a lot of reasons that that does make sense. But to me, it's like I can't sit and wait for like a Rock of Ages type thing to happen again. That like it was just like it wasn't anything that I like could have even gone out. Like I can hustle and send headshots to agencies and stuff, but that stuff only works so much these days anymore. So I think to me, it's like the best kind of thing I can be doing for myself right now is putting on something like this that gets a lot of buzz that casting directors and people will want to come see that showcase me better than a picture you know like there's only so much you can do now to stand out differently like you know it's like what is the thing that's going to make me stand out differently like and it's not that I have to reinvent the wheel like I mean stage shows have happened a thousand times but it's like to me it's like I can I I'll do my binds, I'll do this and like I'll do my stage shows and like if some something'll hit, like it's like something will get me to that next thing.
0: And you're just you're going about it like everyone's kind of going about it. I mean, this is why I do YouTube. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's going to try to go to that same door, but I've gotten meetings at huge agencies with big but people. But here's the thing about <laughs> that, I think some
1: people have like there's these brass rings, mm-hmm. these like imaginary brass rings mm-hmm. that they finally think like, okay, this is, like, to me, it's, like, I want to be on SNL. To me, that is, like, my end goal, and, but I feel like some people, like, have all these, like, these things that they feel like they need to grasp and achieve, and then when they get there, it's, like, then there's something else. Like, it's, like, you've got to find this, like, piece of, like, whatever you're doing and enjoy, and it's tough. It's tough when you want to be an actor and entertainer because like the people you aspire and look to are like on movies and television. And like, so it's, it's very tough because we're in such an industry that is all about like the next brass ring, the next thing, the next thing. And, and it's very tough thing to try to find peace in like what you're doing currently. Um, But I'm That's, that's like my thing is like, I try to just like, I try, it's hard to stay present and like, just be like, totally comfortable and happy in like what you do have right now what you have accomplished and and that's what I try to and and do struggle with I, but I, I I try to do so much every day. It's just well there's like, ups
0: and you know there's just so many ups and downs you know oh, every yeah. day you know you can have this awesome whatever an awesome you think this thing's going to happen and then you get so high, and then when it doesn't, you get kind of like, you know, sometimes it floors you. I don't know. Sure. But then you don't – it's like, but then what about the five other cool things that happened previously this week? Am I supposed to forget about that? And it's it, it's it's easy to get kind of uh, – I don't know. Like you take things for granted so easily uh, when you should just be like, no, a whole bunch of good things happen. Mm-hmm not everything's going to work out. Not everything can work out. Mm-hmm. So how do you prioritize? Because you do, like, a bunch of different, you know, you have improv and auditions, and then you do, so, you know, Vine and make mm-hmm. funny videos, and then you, you're a stage show. How do you – do you prioritize, kind of just take it as it comes, or do you have, like, a thing where you're like, this gets done first, and if there's time, I move on. To yeah,
1: I think that um, I used to be the type of person that um, didn't prioritize, and that kind of, like, overwhelmed me. And then I've lately, like, taken – to like taking, like, all right, what are the top four things that need my attention? And then those get like the most attention. And Pratt, the Pratt show is usually is at the top of the list right now. And then there's some other things that I'm like working on. But and then everything else, like, it's like I have a board in my room. It's like top four projects and then every little other thing that gets attention when it can get it. Yeah. You, you know,
0: people think that they can give 100% to everything and you can't with any oh, kind of God, quality. no. Not with any kind of quality.
1: Yeah. Especially as an artist. Like, it, like, you have to find. A, I, I'm not the type that's, and it may just be me, but I've never really been the type that's like you need to only focus on one thing at a time. Like I, I don't know. I feel like that's too easy in my my opinion. Like find a couple things that you know you can split your time with, and like just dibby it up, and then like make a schedule, make
0: it work. I mean, I because I'm sure there's probably a point that you didn't think, oh well. You know, doing a, a monthly show at I O uh, would be my main thing, right? There's probably yeah. there's a time like if I said like you know what, five months ago, well, six t- months ago, a year ago, and you'd be like, no, it'll probably be Vine or maybe yeah, or sure, it'll be YouTube or it'll be you know uh, something more traditional. To or me, that
1: yeah, that's the thing is like yeah, I never thought that like my main interest and passion right now in my life would be this stage show because I I just. But it's like it, I I've like had to check in with myself and acknowledge that it totally is the thing that's getting me the most excited, and I feel like it could absolutely help me get to these other steps in my life. These other like might help me with getting attention from SNL or like a pilot or anything. You know, it could totally because it's happened for people before. They've got you got some press from it, right? I have, yeah. LA Weekly, yeah. and it's up for two Del Close awards, yeah. and. And yeah so it's like it's it, it it's garnering some attention and and I just think that like as long as I don't like put off the other things too much it can totally like help me with this entertainment thing. Well, theoretically,
0: you can get, like, you know, once it's in L.A. Weekly and there's press and it's happening, and you call in some favors, and you get some other celebrity-type people to yeah. go in there. It's never Chris Pratt. You know what I mean? It's yeah. never quite Chris Pratt, but that's the funny thing about it. It's like you could—, it could Well, the, what it, I want to talk to you, too, about great. is the next one, if Pratt doesn't come, yeah. we're trying to get Jason Horton. Is that possible? No.
1: Okay, just throwing that idea. No, that no, out, no. Out because earth.
0: this is this is Earth, right? Yeah. And uh, it's reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Pratt got, Pratt could happen. Pratt could, yeah, yeah. But he's, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't have like a podcast. Yep. He doesn't have like an email. No, 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 no. A popular email. That's ha- why I big he's, big. he's a big Gmail. Sure, star. sure, sure. He's huge and
1: on Gmail. He is very. Big. He's known for his Gmail <laughs> account. Uh, all
0: right, good. Just wanted to throw that out. Yeah, yeah. Now you out, I can uh, move on to the next idea. It's see, the people. There's always like, oh. Anything can happen. You can do anything, and that's not true, mm-hmm. and we learned that just now. Mm-hmm. You know, not everything – you can't always get what you want. I, yeah. Uh, where can we find
1: all your stuff? Um, the best way to find out – my or find my stuff is just, I guess, my website, shaneharline.com. But, I mean, I'm pretty much just Shane Harline on all of the social media, Snapchat,
0: Vine, Twitter. And if people, follow, like, if people follow you on there, will they – like on Vine, will they get semi-regular content? Or will yeah. It, will, uh, you, will you be I'm, like me on Vine, which you once well, a I I put someone Well,
1: I am getting back active again okay. on Vine. Vine's my biggest outlet, and I, I think I enjoy Vine the most. Uh, next to, like, I think Periscope right now, I'm yeah. really starting to enjoy. Um, I don't know. I like every outlet for different reasons. But, yeah, Vine's, like, uh, to me, it's a cool way to test, like, if you
0: – well, it,
1: I, I'll say this, like, with Vine, it's interesting because it's, like – in one way it's a it's a good way to test like characters at work but then like in other ways it may not because of the target audience so it's, it's like different, yeah. so it's different than what you know I should maybe be targeting but like it's like you could throw something up that like you have you never would thought would hit and like it hits on vine for some reason yeah. so um, yeah I'm on vine I'm on all these Outlets like like yeah, are you
0: are you even on Gmail though? Like are you big mm. on Gmail? Because I hear you're like you're not really big, like popular. On you know, Gmail. I was on Gmail back in the day. Day, yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm taking
1: it back to the the Hotmail roots. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Or uh, what is it? Or oh,
0: AOL.com. Yeah. You know what? I see if somebody sends me like Angel a, Fire. The, Angel was that fire? an email? That was a, I think yeah, it was a, I know it was a website. Web hosting yeah. site. Yeah. If somebody has an AOL, I feel like oh, you don't take yourself. For your life seriously. I'll tell my mom you said that. We you can tell my dad too. <laughs> yeah. They're probably emailing each other. Like the only There are like-
1: still some people that are holding out, man. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I think, and I think it's just because like my dad owns a business and there's just like a lot of random charges that he just probably doesn't even know about that come in and out of the company. But I think my family still has the AOL service that you can oh. actually log into. <laughs> and I think that my mom might still use that for her email. Like, you know, the like actual AOL service that we used to always have I mean, to it's still log a viable
0: in. Con- I'm sure it works just fine, <laughs> it but it's works, just that stigma. It's so ridiculous. I'm just very elitist when it comes to like, Oh, if it's not Gmail, um... what was your first email, uh, account service? Uh, I believe it was. Oh, there was. You know, I can't remember what it was. It wasn't even AOL. I forgot. Juno. It was, Juno. It was Juno. It was Juno. Yeah.
1: Which All is right. a cool name. I liked Juno, man. And Juno had this, like, stigma. It was like, it was before AOL. So, like, I remember any of my friends that had Juno. I was like, oh, my gosh, they must. They, they're cool. They got yeah. an email. A lap of luxury. Yeah. Juno.
0: Well, we can find you at uh, shanehartline.juno.com. junogovernor j- .gov slash gov. Yeah. And you, you f- can also buy the film Juno at that website. Site. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very Juno-based. Uh, uh, Juno-based uh, content. Uh, you can find me at youtube.com. You can play slash the game slash, Juno. Yeah. Is there a it's, game Juno? You think of Uno with a J? <laughs> thinking of Uno with a J. Moving forward. <laughs> forward. You can find me at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Uh, subscribe to Friends Without Benefits. Leave a comment like this on iTunes, check it out on soundcloud.com/slash Jason Horton. I don't know, and you guys know.
1: Just again to um, uh, restate that after this Pratt thing doesn't work out, Jason will not be at my next hopefully shows.
0: No, 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 yeah, it will be like it will be like, and we know Jason Horton won't be there, yeah. If you want to extend so the so once
1: we finally get Pratt, Chris Pratt and move on to the next celebrity, it won't be Jason. We just need to make sure you guys know that,
0: yes, no Jason Horton. Plenty of ShaneHeartline.com, yep. and this is the Friends Without Benefits podcast. Mm-hmm.